0: On some level, we all know that health extends beyond the physical, and to feel well, we need more than pills and a diagnosis. Industrialized medicine is often unable to reach the roots beneath disease and empower us to create our own sense of health and well-being.
1: This is Dr. Domas and the Wounded Healer. My name is Ashley Palmer.
0: And I'm Samuel Simonson.
1: The system is useful for some things, but frankly, it is overrun with bullshit. The intention of this podcast is to explore other ways to approach life, health, and society at a time when change is inevitable and everywhere.
0: We may be dreamers,
1: but the the status status quo sounds like like a status status quo man. Uh,
0: This week we spoke with an interesting guest, uh, Mark Lieb. Uh, He is the founder of Sacred Design Studio, which is a unique consultancy uh, specializing in high-frequency nature-based environments that optimize healing, harmony, life force, and spiritual connection. Uh, his studio creates personalized sanctuaries, holistic architecture, and regenerative communities that are deeply connected to the Earth's biofield and that contribute towards the raising of global consciousness.
1: So, Mark is adept in etheric science, sacred geometry, geobiology, and biophilic design, and is the only certified practitioner of the ancient European tradition of harmonic building in the UK. Enjoy the conversation.
2: Is it Sam or Samuel Samuel?
0: Uh, Either or Sam is usually what I go by.
2: Sam. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well,
1: thanks for talking with us. My pleasure. So when I'm looking at your website, like if I if I'm understanding it, so it seems like the work that you do has been done for like thousands of years, but not many people are doing it right now. But are you you're like using the geometry of the Earth and like aligning geometry with shapes and creating like shapes that promote health am i like what is this what, are, what do you do exactly
2: okay all right yeah almost <laughs> okay. yeah um has it been done for a thousand years yes it has absolutely so if you think about like mounds and stone circles and and like standing stones and pyramids all that stuff uh, all over the planet you know there was i think when when um Europeans arrived in North America, they were like, they calculated like 150,000 or more different structures in the land, earthworks and mounds and different structures. We've got thousands of stone circles in, in the UK and in Europe, going back thousands of years. This working with the land and and building structures and building artworks and building structures that were then used for ritual purposes and for calendars to mark time mm-hmm. and places to, to mark places of energy healing places places that then devolved into um center points of of, of um communities and then became cities as you know has gone on in every culture for millennia um and there's and and so there's there's lo- you know there is so much happening now T- now's an amazing time because we have Normal people just, uh, you know, with the, with the power of the, you know, the ability to travel and drones and the internet are finding things that, that, that mainstream archaeology just, just hasn't seen or hasn't had the, the objectivity to see. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm a designer and I work with a very specific tradition that, was that, that, that contains the knowledge and that's been handed down in tradition for, for thousands of years so um maybe what i'll do is i would explain my tradition and then we can then go back to like go into the details of how how geometry ha- heals us and um and how, how we can connect with them so sure. um good. so so i'm a designer so i'm, in a, um, I'm an interior architect i've been doing that for like 25 years so i started designing buildings and uh, hotels and restaurants and cafes and Things, things that were just things to do with life, you know, like great places to eat and good housing and uh, and then boats and shops, you know, all that stuff. And then um, about fifteen years ago, I engaged in. um, I'd I'd undertaken martial arts for all of my life, and I'd come back to it many times. And I was living in Sydney about twenty years ago. And I wanted to do more martial arts, but then i had knee injury. I'd, I'd had several knee operations and I tried to do martial art and the knees were like, nah, it's not happening. So I went to, I thought, okay, I need to find something where I can I can, I can, can continue this deep desire to do martial arts, but I need to heal myself at the same time. So I ended up, I found a, a, a Tai Chi master in the suburbs of, of Sydney. And I went to him and, um, um, I, I ended up training in something called negong. So have you heard of qigong? Heard yeah. qigong? yeah,
1: but I'm not sure what you it know. is.
2: So qigong is a bit like pranayama. So prana and qi. So prana is the Indian name for life force, energy. Mm-hmm. And then qi is the, is the Chinese or Taoist equivalent. So when you go to the acupuncturist, they're working with the flows of qi in the meridians or the channels in the body. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and so both both traditions recognise that there's information in the form of vibrate, which which can be recognised as vibrational energy, that flows around the body on the level of of what's known as the it's the energy body, the ether. So we have you know we have the physicality, and then then there's an energy body around us known as the you know sometimes known as the aura, also exists in the landscape as well, and. Those traditions have then had healing traditions um, and methods like things like yoga, for example, very well known for the Indian tradition. Also in the Chinese tradition, they had healing traditions, but they had a lot of, a lot of the, 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 the traditions that were to do with the body were based on martial arts and they discovered you know, and they discovered ways to, re, to enhance the body to incredibly high levels like the Shaolin Temple. And then that crossed over then with the Shaolin systems with Buddhism, And also with Taoism, which is a bit like the um, essentially like the the Chinese version of of yogis, and they were monks, and they through meditation and internal practices, they recognised the way that the body worked in a very very fine way, and they were able to refine the bodies, utilising these energies to be able to achieve incredible things in meditation and physical and physical things, and so and that flowed into martial arts, and then that allowed me then to work the work with the body and that that using this energy work change change I, I changed i pretty much changed overnight and uh, there was I, I then discovered over several years of research this whole whole new environment and history of being able to work with design but with with the the energy body of the earth in the same way that an acupuncturist would work with the energy body of a human does that make sense yeah yeah that's, yeah it's fascinating yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so like an acupuncturist will, um, will, will take a, a needle and put it in, in, the, in the body to then allow, um, to, to basically allow stagnation to be re- relieved, to allow f- the flow to happen. Because the whole point is, is, so the body is in a constant state of balance and all the energy is flowing like rivers, like little tiny rivers. If they stop and they pull and they stagnate, the water gets dirty. And then it gets, and then when it's dirty and doesn't move, then that channel basically gets sick. And so that you can then have these different channels then relate to different organs and organ systems. So they recognize that all these different channels, organs connect. My work's pretty much the same. So what happened is that in every tradition in the world, um, uh, there were you know, old um, native traditions where, where cultures grew up on the land. Close to nature, their sensitivity to these energy flows was incredibly heightened. They hadn't; they had abilities way beyond most what you have today. Because we've our, our sense, our our sense organs have atrophied, mm. like the like the pineal gland, and and the whole body sensing um, has changed. And there's so many more influences electromagnetism and um, uh, chemicals and many, many things to actually that now block our ability to sense those flows of energy in the earth in the same way that you could then sense those flows of energy in the body. And those those traditions, whether they are in Europe or China or, or Central America, they all recognized that there were currents and flows of energy in the earth in the same way that the currents and flows of energy in the body. And these... Flows of energy, which have now been documented in the last in the last number of decades, um, uh, are, are in are in are in different forms. Some of them are waves of sound. Some of them are electromagnetic. And there's lots of um, um, there are lots of um, uh, different aspects to it. But essentially, this energy that's recognized in the earth, um, they they in, they recognize that where there were specific locations um uh, with higher 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 amounts of this energy then they could then heal themselves for example you know so so for example if there was a a, a, a location of cross it where these these energy rivers crossed and there was a water co- and there was water there then it would become known as a holy well mm-hmm. and that energy would then vitalize the water and that water would then be become revered and then there would then be the, the physical results, so people could would, would drink that, and then they would then have effects on their on their health, or on their spiritual condition, on fertility, and then over time, those locations were then connected with and revered, and then at a spiritual level, the land that there was the spirits on the land were recognised to inhabit rivers and mountains and watercourses and trees and all all, all all aspects of nature had individual spirits and so they had so there was a there was an energy quality plus also a consciousness that, that went along with the physicality of that part of the landscape and so that understanding whether you're looking at the native american tradition looking in ancient china and in india or the celtic people in europe they all basically they all worked in worked in the same way and through that, that, that understanding and those techniques then developed into what we now know as the shamanic traditions, working with spirit and then connecting from the earth plane down into the underworld or into the heavens. And every tradition basically worked in the same way. And then what happened is with, with that shamanic and, and spiritual understanding, the earth being this living energy body with its own many different energy structures, Then, as time went on, that knowledge then was then utilized in the building of new places. Whether it's a place, a place to give birth for fertility, a place to die, a place where you're going to cook food, you know, a a place where you're going to connect to connect to your gods, or a place, or just you know where where you want to live, or, or 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 where where the community is going to come together to do particular activities and rituals and so different traditions then rec- recognized those 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 energies now then what happened is there was another layer to this which is then they went okay now we we starting to understand what's, hap- what's happening on the land and we can see the spirits and we can talk to the, you know like the, the spirits of the bears and the trees and we you know we're really part of that system and then they started to then then started to recognize that there are the cycles of the, of the, uh, they looked up and they looked at the planets and the star systems and recognized the cycles that repeated over time you know, the day, the month, the year, the hour, and even bigger cycles. And you look at the Mayan tradition, they were able to look at cycles over thousands of years and recognized incredibly com- complex cycles and then saw how those cycles, whether they're eclipses, um, the, the moons, and how, and how all those different rhythms. Inter, when they interconnected will then influence the, their physical space or, or 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 interact with themselves and that's where we get um, astrology and the understanding of how the planets and in relation to ourselves and the earth can influence our own our own uh, our own life and the way that we interact with the earth so you've got these different all these different assets going on and then and then and then what well, then you then basically just then what happened was then had groups of builders that then said, okay, well we've got all this astronomical we've got this information about the land like you know we can if we we go here, then we can get you know we're really healthy, but over here it's we, it's not great it's you know we feel really bad over here and we we have the same thing you might we might you might walk into building and just it just doesn't feel right. you know it's mm-hmm. no different to you know someone who was in the land five thousand years ago. and then they had this astronomical information I mean, okay. We've now got we've got an understanding of these cycles, and about about looking at time, and and then looking at the way that the planets moved, and that allowed them to then recognise, and those qualities in the heavens, and that and then would then allow them to link that that heaven cosmic uh, information to to how they lived, and, and, and they could then map time and then space. And then start to see, okay, our culture and my existence is then part of a part of something greater. You know, and so you had that technical aspect, plus then you had, okay, well, now we have Saturn and Venus, and we we can then start to look at that spiritually as well. How do we how would we, we could then recognize different deities and spiritual aspects within the heavens as well as the land? So essentially it became a big system. With all of that, then, then you're like, okay, you know, let let's build You know, let's let's build a temple to Athena, you know, or let's, you know, um, or, you know, like or Apollo is our God and we want to make him happy. So let's build an amazing temple to Apollo. And if we do that. And we have a place to go and then we can give offerings there. And when we do that or let's say Freya or or or, uh, uh, um, 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 Zeus, whoever it is, you're going to give offerings because you want to connect with. The qualities of that deity and to you know for let's say you're going into battle and you want you want his blessings or you want to be able to connect to that that deity which is a, a principle of nature that's that's very close to you for fertility for the next crop you know or or, or, you, or you or you or you you want a really a healthy son to be born any of those any of those aspects and so you so those fate those places were then built in a very specific way, with a very specific science that's utilising the understanding of the earth, the understanding of the planets to then connect them together. And then what happened is they start doing that, and they would make, started to make amazing places to gather, places, temples. Sometimes they were nature spaces, like the Druids in Europe would basically use circles of trees, or they could be more, much more elaborate structures, like in Greece and Rome, the Parthenon, the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Um, in Central America, or in Egypt, or pyramids that, that are all over Europe, or in all over Europe and found all, of, all over Asia, these structures that then were ob- and was places to observe the movements of time, places to connect the the, the understanding of the Earth and then and then the planets together. And then, on top of that, then 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 the understanding of, of science came along mathematics and geometry which is part of your question about shapes so then then it's how then then they started to understand dimensions and measurements and then allowed them to then connect the information of the planets with 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 the earth through mathematics and geometry and then build temples and parthenons and pyramids in these places that would allow them to do something very specific which is to connect heaven and earth that the, that the rhythms of the heavens and the, the movement of the stars and the planets and equally then the, the spirits of the gods could then be grounded on earth and then connected together in very in very physical ways to allow them to connect to, to their gods uh, and also to the earth as well. The earth mother, father sky, to then complete their, their existence and then allow them to have to live in there to live and to have their spirituality rooted within their 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 culture in the in the most fruitful way possible does that very, make sense
1: yeah so these things are not arbitrary
2: <laughs> nope <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> no they did very specific jobs and there's you know there's you know there's we can't go through all of them, like in the Native American tradition, for example, there's, um, there's a, I built something called a medicine wheel. The medicine wheel would, would, would do a particular job, and all these structures would balance the land. We're, we actually look, What we're talking about here is not just the, these energies, but also we, we're talking about flows of geoelectric and geomagnetic currents. These structures actually, for example, actually balance the landscape. And so, if you put um, a circle of stones on the ground, just a circle of stones, then particular things happen. So some of these energies will get attracted to it. So you asked about geometries, so the circle—that right, is the, the you know the the simplest form, just a, a circle. What happens yeah. when you make a circle? There's a particular energy quality in the in the middle that, that's created, the, and all the ancient traditions recognised in the in the centre in, in the centre of a circle the energy quality the center is is in resonance to the energy quality of gold hmm. and so uh, so the so so the symbol of the sun you know it's a circle but if you have a point in the middle the circle with a point is the, is the alchemical symbol for gold so then we have a, then we have a so alchemy being a science of transmutation Which is the former runner to chemistry. So what we're getting to now is we talked briefly about mathematics and geometry. All of that ancient understanding then moved through into then became the the proto sciences where alchemy predated chemistry, alchemical science, which is the which was a uh, uh, an understanding where we have a physical substance. And alchemy was about taking at its at its one level taking. Lead and then turning into gold. How do you actually do that? We well, have to then start to recognise that uh, a, 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 something physical, physical. And I've got a I've got a, I've got a crystal here, for example. This is a this is a um, this is a uh, this is citrine. So this is a, a form of quartz. You know. So so this um, this would be recognised that this physical substance as well as just having its physicality and 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 you know the different atoms at, a, at the atomic level but it also then has also has a soul as well and so the alchemists recognized that as that, that as we have souls and spirits so so the planet does as well but also that different aspects of, of different aspects of, of of materials can have can have that as well and so so what they would do, they they worked with um, um, uh, techniques of firing and 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 breaking down the, the materials to then separate the elements, to, and then then creating transform, tra- transformation. And so what would happen then is that you then have this understanding of transformation, and in my tradition, that alcohol that chemical uh, knowledge, then then move then. then moved into building and i'll talk about it in a moment when i when we bring it all together because there's so many so many bits this we're sort of doing you know ten thousand years of, of of sacred science in about, <laughs> in about 15 minutes yeah um but there, there's there you know there's a, there's 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 huge amounts and incredible science so so we go back to the circle where there's a circle and then what happens is you build that that circle then that circle has an effect upon the land and, and different structures so whenever you see these ancient structures, they're doing particular jobs. So if you take a circle and you put a cross in the middle, it becomes something known as medicine wheel in the Native American tradition, as used in the Celtic tradition, it's called the Celtic cross. When you put a cross there, then it can represent the four directions. And that's then to do with the four elements and there's layers of symbolism. But also what's happening is that 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 these these, it's been showing that symbols symbols uh, uh, represent archetypes. So, so essentially a form, a shape, a circle with a cross in it at an archetypal level, at a level at a level of essentially the, the blueprint of life, almost like at the, the DNA level. That symbol, when manifested on the ground, can then it has, you know, represents something where we're talking about symbolism. But also then you know, for example it could then represent the um the, some medicine wheel would then represent and be a place where the where where the worlds where the, the different worlds would come together and, and it'd be in a particular PowerPoint. So there's a lot of so they would choose the centre of the the, the the earth, understanding where the earth energies are, where they cross, put the symbolism there, and that then becomes a potent place once ritual is done there. So as as intention and prayer and um and thoughts are placed into that place constantly over time you're then able to then anchor information from and and prayer and love um into that place which interacts with the with the earth energies and is then amplified by that structure and those symbols so you have layers of of archetypes which is combined then with our desires and for manifestation. And we talk, you know, there's a lot now, there's a lot of talk now about manifestation and, 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 and that, those, that, that, the powers of manifestation, which is how the mind can then, uh, you know, our, our intentions can then, be, can then be sent out into the universe. When you, if When you rec- all the ancient traditions recognized that, that the universe was one structure, one organic living structure, so was the earth. And then, and then they were then able to then work shamanically and be able to work and and then allow themselves to integrate into that energetic those energetic structures at different levels and so the physical place that that, that sacred space for example that medicine wheel then was an anchoring place between those walls and that's the where they would do ritual and they gave them they would then tap the the power of the land in that place in the same way that you plug your PowerPoint your socket into the wall to get the energy to charge your phone it's just the same so you choose your structure in the right place and you bring you take the earth's natural energy which then which can then um, lend energy to your practices for healing for for ritual for connection um, to to the land and to the spirits so <coughs> nothing was arbitrary and it' and, and so you know, if we think about a, the medicine wheel in 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 North in, in North America, we look at much more complex geometries in the Greek tradition, the Roman tradition, from, then into Pythagoras, and then to other traditions. They're all working with symbols and shapes that then are able to manifest particular energy energies, frequencies through their shapes. This becomes a, I mean, I you know. We could talk for like twenty hours on this, but I'm not going to. But essentially this then flows into the understanding that, that shapes can then man can then mimic and then manifest frequencies. This then becomes your this then becomes the foundation of the science of sound and harmonics in the way that different shapes can then manifest sounds and then, then those you know, all those traditions, whether they're working with with chanting, with singing. You know, any sort of aspect where there's a group working together with sound, and if you've got a group of people working with particular sound frequencies, and let's say you're in a cave, or then let's say you're in an inner chamber of a pyramid, where the geometries, are, are, uh, those geometries of those spaces are, are, are able to generate and accentuate and enhance those sound frequencies occurring, you can then change consciousness, enhance healing, and then allow and allow consciousness to then elevate through those structures. So you have an extremely complex, uh, ad, an advanced science that then was 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 focused upon the transformation uh, and 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 creation of frequencies, which would then basically uh, work on the psyche, and on the body, and for healing. So whether you know whether it was um, to to, to to heal part of the body it could be within a sleep within dreams or then it could be at its highest level the classic example is in the great pyramid in egypt There then what's known as the king's chamber has a room which is basically granite and so that's so it's a basic, it's a granite box the middle quite high in the in the great pyramid so granite and is there it's like pink granite it's one of the most Um, uh, piezoelectric materials on Earth. So what that means is within the granite, in the material, you've got a lot of quartz. And that quartz and that silica, uh, under pressure, creates an electric charge. So you basically have a box with millions of tons of stone over it, putting the pressure on it, creating particular charge and creating frequencies. And then a smaller box. And that smaller box, someone can get in that box and lie down and go into that box. And then that pyramid's on a very particular place on Earth with incredible uh, uh, Earth energies and sound frequencies and water and many, many different things designed to be able to create frequencies. And you get into that box for 72 hours. It was called the um, Temple Sleep. And in that box, a prepared adept who had probably spent decades training to go into this high resonance chamber, would then astral travel there, the, the, and then and they would be looked at, looked after by other high-level priests, and then they would, then they would, um, the spirit would go off, and they would and then essentially they would die and they would come back, back into the body, you know, after the, the spirit being out for seventy-two hours, and this was the, this was like the, the culmination of that technology. so that technology then was about the about the about the 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 spirit being able to connect to the higher aspects itself to the gods Mm -hmm. but then to come back with wisdom or or, or, you know in and so that's you know that's that's within a highly highly technical specific structure the pyramid Mm -hmm. but if you if you were to do it in a cave then then you you can do the same thing there's um there's a there's a europe in 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 europe you know we it's, you know, it's, it's, there isn't really much of a, a shamanic tradition known, but Pythagoras, who was you know you remember from school the Pythagorean theory, you know the mathematics triangle. Well, Pythagoras was actually a um, uh, um, he's actually a priest of Apollo, so he was actually a shamanic practitioner, hmm. incredibly high level, and he had he had guys that are recognised as being um, philosophers, but actually were guy called Empedocles and Parmenides, they are in his tradition, and they were actually shamanic priests who went into caves, and then people went to sleep, and then they would go off, and then they would get healed through their dreams. So the healing would then come from a technology that was to do with sleep within the astral level, but within a cave, and that cave structure is very particular as well. So the location of the cave, the sound frequencies created by the cave, so basically you've got vibrational healing, in specific spaces in a dark room environment when 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 the spaces are dark whether you're inside a box inside a pyramid or you're inside of a cave when it's dark then what happens is after uh, when, it's, when it's pitch dark when so you're, you're in there for days when you're in a dark room environment then what happens is after several days then the, you're not getting physical light but then then there can be changes to the third eye what happens is that the the pineal gland then starts to generate peniline and homiline and different compounds, melatonin, and it then starts to generate its own DMT. And then the, mm-hmm. the molecules that would then, um, uh, that will then you would normally normally see at death, hence why within that dark green environment, you are then, that the spirit's then able to natural trouble. So essentially what we're seeing here is very, very specific structures, temples, but then designed for healing or for longevity or for the elevation of consciousness, within utilizing very advanced building, combined with the understanding of earth energies, combined then with the cycles, basically doing these doing these practices, the right time of the year and month, the moon cycles, the solar cycles, taking advantage of the energies from the planets, all coming together to then elevate the soul or consciousness or healing or all or, uh, fertility or, 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 or all of those things at the same time. Wow. That's,
1: yeah. It makes me think of, well, if, like a human, you have different organs and so different parts of your body will do different things. So then if the earth is an organism also, then different parts of the earth are four different things. Is that kind of accurate?
2: Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think what it is, is that, um, all the ancient traditions recognize that the earth was, uh, the earth was alive yeah. and the universe was, was alive, but mm-hmm. then each tree and each, each lake and each mountain would have their own consciousness and different traditions recognize those in, in different ways. Um, and each of those, you know, let's say you go to a particular waterfall, and you would then go there and then there's at a physical level or a, an energetic level, we could then say there's a high level of negative ions there. We can have a negative ion, you know, we can, have, we can test for that. We can know the iron field there is then uh, that negative charge is going to be highly beneficial. We go to the beach, we feel amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a lot. We the sunlight. We're in the, we're in the water. All the native irons, you know, we're, we're great. We come back to the city. The native iron count goes down, and then basically we just we don't feel as healthy. You know, there's you know, there's, there's, you know we're in the sunlight, and it's artificial lighting, and and then uh, all the different things that that are basically you know we're in closed so We're not out in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that as well, if you're then able to to move beyond that. And find and then and then connect with the energetics of that place the, the, that the, which is then could be recognized as like the the vibrational aspect like the like when we t- started talking about the, the energy within the channels, what is that energy of that place and each one has a different quality mm-hmm. some can, some could can be very, very powerful and 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 really too much to handle some could be really soft some could actually be not great for health they have so the energies the energies can can be can be, can vary, or vary everywhere mm-hmm. and some of them can be good for us and not good for us but if you go then to a specific place that's recognized to have a really a really beneficial inequality like a holy world for example they can have different they can have different they're not all the same depending on the geology depending on the, the quality of the water. then also depending on the, the type of energies that are there. And then the higher aspect then would, would be they would then recognize, okay, we have a very particular um, spirit that's, in, that, that's, that, that, that's alive and, 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 and is the guardian of this place. And this then becomes so this was then recognized. there's a whole group of, of um, uh, conscious entities known the elementals. So we have the elements, which is the elements of the periodic table. But there were five classical ele- elements: earth, air, fire, water, and ether, like space. And all ancient traditions recognized that within nature, there were these, these, these. Uh, there were, there, were, there were aspects of the of these archetypes were then were then separated out. So there would be beings within the earth, or in water were in air and these were these then uh, with you know with someone that was suitably sensitive to these energies and the and these consciousnesses could then connect with them sometimes they were they were beneficial sometimes they didn't they did not want to communicate with humans in the same way that we think about you know we have we have our own souls and our own spirits aspects of the earth also had, had their own so So that there might be tree spirits that were very beneficial to work with. There might be then ones in fire that were that really we didn't didn't really want to work with at all because they're just really fiery and really grumpy and you know they had different characteristics. And so, um, and so all of all of this knowledge was recognised as well, and and it was these spirits that were part of the land as opposed to the spirits that were, quote unquote, angels, which were higher dimensional aspects of, 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 of life or higher dimensional aspects of the earth as a, as, a, as a living being that were more to do with the higher frequency the ones the ones that were on the earth you could then work work with them in different ways um, and so if you then went to for example a particular spring and gave offerings and then took the benefit from the water and then over time those elemental beings evolved into local gods so for example if you for example if you look at the Norse tradition look at freya for example or or brigid or or the different celtic gods they would have generally have begun sometimes as local spirits of the land that then over time through greater amounts of ritual and greater amounts of, of connection and more people basically working with them then could then become elevated into sort of minor deities this is how the pantheon of gods would then develop and sometimes they would then well, you know others would then become like you know for the ancient tradition of zeus and these sort of rarefied completely untouchable gods up there but then at the lower levels then then they could be accessed so rather than okay we want to work with the spirit of the planet itself we could then work with different aspects we could, they're going to help us with the grain harvest were help us with the water help us in battle those sort of things so so that was the way that they could then work with the earth and then and then if you, they they then said okay we want to then make a uh, make a temple to freya let's put her here because we you know the energies here are really good and when 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 we, when we when we spend our time here we can really feel freya you know where it's actually the earth energies so then so then all of that understanding was allowed them to enhance enhance their life and I said before the grain and all those sort of things, so that so that the, the different aspects of life were then were then um, uh, able to be worked with, and that's that's what then became the the science of then building with those energies. And so one of, so we've got so now we've got energies of the earth, which is created to do with sound or water or faults, stuff that comes from physical things. Or the or the earth's rotation, or the cycles. Then we've got the astronomical effects Then the third one, then we've got these things, which are sort of more like the consciousness of different places. Does that make sense?
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you talked about there were certain places for birth or death, um, mm. based on the energies of the earth there, um, it makes me think about hospitals, um, or like, you know, how we relate maybe that knowledge to how we create these spaces, for whether it's healing or birth or death or whatever yep.
2: it is. So that's the, so that's what I do. Essentially I work with all these different things and then recognize their different frequencies. So if I wanted to basically build a, a hospital, I would work with specific frequencies and put in a specific place. Now, unfortunately we, the, this knowledge we've talked about was basically has been forgotten so that where, well, for example, the building you're in may have energies that are not that are not um, conducive to life, or can then drain us in different ways. So there's all the different aspects of the energy body could could then not be enhanced by that place. Then, if you then apply a lot of electricity there and, and materials, you then basically we can then it's been recognised that modern buildings have been recognised then having sick building syndrome that you go into you know you're constantly in a place of work
1: mm-hmm.
2: many many layers of frequencies now we have high frequencies with EMFs, radio frequencies, 5G, all of these frequencies which are which are extreme, extreme extremely fast and not in phase and not part of the natural construction of our physicality and the different layers of our bodies you then basically can see how that all, all of those, all of those waves and all those frequencies can then affect health at one level. Um, and so then if you're then wanting to have a place where a, a human can come out of a womb, you want, you know, ideally it's going to come into a space that says not because it's coming from a place. It's coming from like a, a womb, which is like this incredible structure that, you know, that's, 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 and then it comes out into a space with lots of high frequency machines and, mm. um, uh, and, and, and artificial lighting. It's, it, it's, it's an incredible shock for a soul and that body to come out into. And that tradition wouldn't have happened, it would have been, the birth would have been in nature. And so then there was a natural flow, a natural movement into natural spaces. And so all of these things, you know, when, and also you asked about shapes. At the beginning actually, like the different forms and shapes create waves. So all of this is to do with waves. Ultimately, the, the shapes, the spaces, that all of these are different frequencies that can influence life and the way that we in, the way that we interact with it. So if you're coming, you know, ultimately, if if the if the the building is built with materials that are that are kind off-gas chemicals and all these things that are artificial. If the shapes can create waves that are not harmonious, okay, you know, you know, we want, you know, if there's a problem, we need to have the machine a defibrillator, and there's machines that are going to help out. But ultimately, there's a huge amount of load of electromagnetic frequencies that are actually going to be quite a shock to the baby coming out. And so hospitals can be very challenging in terms of the energetic quality of, 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 you know, of, of their, their condition. So the child, the baby's going to come out, but, but in terms of its energetic health, it's probably not, not the most ideal as opposed to being born into a, a, a building that's, that's, that's made of natural materials without all those frequencies. And that pretty much is the same for all parts of the design. When I'm, if I'm building or I'm helping to work with architects, you want the spaces to be as natural as possible free of, as much as possible, free from the frequencies that are, going to, that are going to inhibit just living in the best way we can or sleeping. You know, um, you know, sleep's one of the big ones. Do a lot of work with, with homes and beds to make sure that where people are sleeping to make sure the sleeping place is as safe as possible. And so you're not sleeping in locations that can be detrimental to health over time. That's coming from the earth. And also then with with frequencies, you know, um then you know, from you know turn your white, you know, you know, don't sleep with your Wi Fi on at night. You know, make sure your devices are out of the room. Um, you know, and you know, make sure that you're getting a you know, complete blackout so that so that you can then maintain the the, the quality of, of the pineal glands so that the melatonin cycle is, is and the circadian rhythms are, can, can, can reboot themselves. So all of those, all of those, all those basic things, and again, it's all to do with frequency. So the design work is about understanding all of these, all of these energetic and frequency-based influences upon life, and then how and how we can then protect spaces, whether it's being born or just living or just sleeping mm-hmm. or anything in between, you know, workspaces, creative spaces, and then how we and then how we can enhance them. We can then go. Okay, here's a really good place, but here's really bad. So let's not build there. Let's bad. Let's build here where there's really nice energy for that. And so all introductions traditions went. Okay, here's really bad. We're not going to build there, but we're going to build here. And so 99.9% of the buildings are not built in that way. They're just built anywhere and it's used to a cost. Right? So then people ask me to come along and go. Oh, our house is here, but it's really bad here. Okay, we can't move the house. Then how do we fix it? And then, and then, then also, then the that's one part of the work. basically healing the lands and healing the places, you heal the place, and then we can live more healthily because our environment without building also then has um, a vibratory field in the same way that the human body does as well, it has those layers. And so, like, that's the, the energies can get stuck. So, if you've got lots of water, electricity, and then the frequency and diff- different frequencies and also the emotional aspects as well. In the same way that you go into a space and they you know like you know uh, I don't know, let's say that's there's a work environment and they, you know it's you know the work you know the environment's a little bit toxic, you know, it's not really you know, the, the, the relationships are not great, all of those things, all of those things, those those emotions, those thought forms can get stored within that structure of that building and then can then contribute towards um, the overall health of that building. So, you know, not only just that we can have light frequencies that are giving out a lot of red light, um, a blue light, not red light, you know, the, a lot of Wi-Fi, all of these, all these aspects are basically our buildings, and the energy body of the buildings mimic our own energy bodies, the different layers. In the same way that, that you know, if we, if we hold on to anger or negative emotions for decades, the en- the energetic aspect of that is then going to affect us. So for example, in Chinese medicine they recognize that the, the anger is then going to get stuck is, is relinked to the lungs. So then you you know if you're very angry and you don't have don't resolve that trauma to do with anger, you can get lung you know lung issues laid like, you know down the line. At a greater scale the same thing can happen in your building. So we need to then come in and then I can then clear the thought forms, all those energetic layers. So the information, basically the information and vibrational patterns that get held within the building, we can clear that. Then we go, okay, where's a really good spot? Okay, here's a good spot, but well, this is bad. Let's clear and 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 stop these frequencies coming from the earth. And then we go, okay, it's really healthy. And then if I'm working on a creative project where I'm designing, we can then design in the first instance. With, with dimensions and shapes and forms that are going to enhance all those frequencies let's say it's for a natural birthing building where there's natural birth or a creative studio or a home so we just layer up all of those things Is That i know there's, there's an awful lot there but but, but uh, you know we, we are working with millennia of knowledge and, and it's now all the old stuff now going okay well we've got all the old stuff also we've now got radio frequency and emfs and cell towers and all these other things to deal with as well those mm-hmm. are things that they had traditionally to deal with as, uh, in a, from from the land so
0: how would you go about differentiating like a good place on the land from a bad place like is it something that's measured or is it like the frequency measured or
2: do you feel it or um there's several ways um well, it all comes down to the body. So, do you know what dowsing is? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So, like a dowsing rod. Um, um. So here's, there's, there's, one here. This is, this is a, this is a very rudimentary one. So this is a, this is just a, dowsing rod. So basically, it's like an antenna. So essentially, what happens is, the body is incredibly sensitive, and so there are very sensitive people. That can feel the energies and recognize the qualities of one place to another. Most people can't do that with the bodies, so they use a rod, or different versions, or pendulums, different devices. Essentially, it's an extension of the body's energy field. And then when you when you move, and you move, and then then it will then move and then give you a signal. So you then work. So essentially, you're you're tr- you're training your body. To be able to work with this device but really it's an extension of yourself it's just like the way i just want to teach dowsing is with a, an old watch where their hands move essentially the the when, I'm, when i walk along and i find water i'm doing it this is just showing the same way that the the, the hands of a, a watch show time but it's the gears inside that's doing the work does that make sense yeah Some yeah, way, yeah yeah so. So, <laughs> so, so so essentially like if you have a watch and the hands are moving mm-hmm. the hands showing the time but it's the gears inside that are, oh. that are that are moving the hands yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's the
1: energy so it's, that's moving the dowsing rod
2: yeah and saying. and yeah it is and it's actually it's, it's our, us it's, it's the rod isn't doing you know it's not sort of um it's nothing mystical it's just that We've we, we've mostly lost our sensitivity. We just need an extension, and this is something that will then respond to us. So we are doing it, and it's just that, um, like that, like that's. I talked at the beginning. We we used to have that ability, and then we sort of lost it, and then, so this is one of the ways for us then to 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 then re retrain. You the use this, to, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. and then uh, over time you can then feel the body. And then some people can see the energies as well. They can actually see, you know, different levels. And then you can discern. And then and then there's there's a, a large body of knowledge which then has recognised the different qualities of energy flows, the different channels, different things. Some comes from come some. Of these come from uh, where rocks are, um, fault lines are. Some come from water, and, and some are grids. Some are like like these lots of different things you have to be able to then slowly over time you start to recognize these these, these different structures and then with those then you go okay when these come together it's not good but when these to come together it's really good and it's just a matter of then going okay not here we're going to go there mm-hmm.
1: super interesting
2: mm-hmm. um I, yeah yeah
1: i saw somewhere um that you have a way, or know of a way, to make free energy. Is that with, like, utilizing know, the Earth's energy, or am I,
2: um, am I off here? A little bit, a little bit, and then well, there's there's what well, is there's there's, there's 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 a lot of energetic. I mean, there are people who there are people who do that um, and build build devices. I don't do that. Okay. I'm working with. I'm working with all of the, earth, the all of the earth, uh, the earth's energies at a, at a you know the level of something called the etheric or ether or the energy level a, which is a more a re, a more refined level um, again like the level the level of pran or chi of the earth. Uh, another aspect of that, or uh, is then we talk about electro uh, electricity and magnetism, which are and which are related. Where there's an electric field. There's a magnetic field, and they work at 90 degrees to each other. So we are electric beings. The heart gives off an electric field. We are magnetic as well, and then and so the earth. The earth has very particular magnetic fields and electric fields. And so then, when when I'm working in landscapes and building structures, these different structures can then modulate the electromagnetic field. So, for example, on Thursday, I was with a client, and we put a big stick in the ground. There's an acupuncture point to earth acupuncture to release electro uh, geoelectric current. So electric current caused by lots and lots of water. And this is then going to be a permanent release to then to then allow the electric charge of the earth to reduce. And she has horses there. And so immediately we got feedback because she's in telepathic communication with the horses. Quite amazing. They told her that when we did this, the electrical charge of the Earth dropped, and then there was less tension in their legs, so they could relax more. Mm-hmm. So that essentially is that. That essentially is one way. In one of the ways we took at the beginning, all these different structures, all those structures worked to then modulate and essentially bring balance to the environment. Now, some of these structures and some of these very advanced work, like pyramids, could be could be. Termed free energy because, well, free isn't it, Or they were able to generate at different frequencies of energy. Um, there are there are ways of doing that using ground current. So Nikola Tesla, who was fame the famous uh, um, a genius inventor, was able to then recognize how to use electric use, use ground current to send signals. And so, if you look at you know all of his work, essentially. He had worked figured out how to do that, to send signals using the earth, but then his work was basically stopped, and then we ended up with a we ended up with a completely different system. And he could have done it for free. So that was a way of sending signals and communications in a way using the earth. And so he was he was the modern genius to tap into the ways that all the ancient societies and traditions recognized that. So Instead of uh, um, so he had, he figured out technology, then to be able to send information and signals and power to the Earth. We then got a different way that, that came about because it was more financially viable to do it the other way. Because his way was actually was free. It didn't require payment or money. No one wanted that because it wasn't profitable. And so the ancient traditions also did the same thing. So for example. In, native, in the native, uh, the Aboriginal um, uh, um, uh, culture from Australia, they would then, they, w- they would walk, um, they would do something, they would sing on the song lines. The song lines, were the very big channels of earth energies, and they were able to communicate through these lines and they were able to then sing. So, again, constantly come back to frequency and sound. And they would then connect with different aspects of, of the landscape through song and they were then basically using the energy. So they, these, these lines are there. There's, you know, there's people now we've done experiments as well. Something called electroculture, which is utilizing uh, electrical current in the air and in the ground using copper and, and shapes and coils to attract the charge to allow plants to grow better. We've done the same thing with pyramids. There's a very particular pyramid form we've worked with and, um, and then we, we, when we put seeds in there, there's a particular current and then the seeds grow a lot better. There's, you know, this is a huge area of work. There's a whole area of work we're looking at to do with towers that were made in Ireland. And then they have they, um, an amazing guy called Phil Callahan in the 60s discovered these towers, which are 40, 50 feet high. Basically, we were able to grab frequencies of the sun and then send that these frequencies into the earth so the plants grow better. That is all so that is a free energy device. So basically it's it's grabbing energy um, uh, which are basically particular very high frequency waves with the sun through through different types of stone and then send it into the soil. So these you know so these you know this is not a um, uh, a really complex device with loads of sort of you know, electronics. This is basically understanding the materials and shapes. So, actually going back to your very first question, like shapes. For example, a like tower, a round tower. You know, we talked about circles. You take a circle, you extend it, you get a tube, and then a particular shape, in a particular height, particular material, in a particular place, you can then attract these frequencies, and your land's going to be, great, you know, your crops are going to grow better, the is going to be going to be better and then you're basically going to have a, a better population. You know, people are going to be happy. There's a, there's a, there was a classic book in the 80s where two researchers went to South America. They took, they took their devices to measure electrical uh, charge and some other devices. They went top of us in the pyramids in Mexico in the Mayan Peninsula, and they were, and they, they, they were able to measure very high particular frequencies and, and mag, uh, anomalies in the magnetic field. And then they worked out that then if they put seeds, then they replicated those conditions, the seeds grew, grew better. And then they looked at, this an amazing piece of work, they looked at the records of the cult, ancient cultures, Mayan and Aztec cultures and other cultures that disappeared. The ones that had the pyramids where, and, and, and then they, where the pyramids could then enhance the crop growth, they, they, those cultures their crops basically grew better, and the cultures lasted hundreds of thousands of years. The ones who didn't use the pyramid technology, their crops basically they, they weren't able to enhance their crop growth, and those cultures disappeared more quickly. So you can mm-hmm. see how the understanding of the earth energies, understanding of these these currents, these life giving currents. So we, you know we're talking about what, what, what coming from the earth and the earth magnetic field. So magnetic cross lines. Um, More subtle frequencies, and and how these cross these 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 locations were then impacted by by the moon, the sun throughout the year, they could then basically get better crops, more crops, more health, more 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 people who then live live longer, and then and then people would be happier, and then and then they would then, then of course at the same time they're then then working with their gods as well, but they're working then with devices. Able to then deliver them life-giving frequencies and energies that hold to all of these things, you know. So there was an incredibly high level of technology that was that was used through different cultures, and some of these knowledge came and went, but they were then, you know, and then but they were, you know, either we want to live better, we want to have better crops, we want to be able to heal here, or at the very highest level, we want to build a temple that's going to allow us to expand our consciousness. And then move through death, and then and then and then allow allow ourselves to sort of live to much higher higher frequency, you know, and gain 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 spiritual wisdom, and gain more knowledge about the universe because we've we we maybe got to, to the extent of knowledge because we've done all the observation. How are we going to get more knowledge? We don't have we don't have Google. We can't you know we, there's you know there's our books are limited. So we're going to go and get direct knowledge. We're going to then go into a state to think come back with more information about, about how you know what is the nature of, of life and the universe
0: hmm. um i've read this might be a tangent but i've read about the magnetic poles of the earth shifting mm-hmm. um it, it, would that change this
2: or yeah well yeah those those pole shifts over over big cycles do do create those shifts, you know, can affect everything. Absolutely. So over time, those pole shifts and the way that the the actual locations of the the, the poles are, not just shifts, but also movements, all of those things can affect everything. So in my work, I have to understand the difference between the magnetic north and true north. And if you're navigating, you know, if you're, if you're trying to navigate around the earth, you have to understand those coordinates of of latitude and directions and sort of things. So, if you wanted to advance your culture beyond your country, you then had to have understand all of those. You had to understand the movement of the planets, and then also the magnetic fields and those poles to be able to then to be able to navigate, as well as you know, as well as your understanding how all those cycles influenced your culture, and then right down then to, um, okay, this year is going to be great for our crops, but next year is going to be great because of this or this. And some of those then can be those, those, those shifts and those cycles. That's why, you know, they, they, you know, you think about we talk about the Mayan, the Mayan calendars, they then were able to understand the great and, you know, incredibly huge cycles. They could then predict what was going to happen and, and predicting those cycles and predicting the changes gave them the advanced knowledge, gave them the understanding, forewarning before stuff happened. Like if an eclipse is going to happen, then you can go, OK, we know there's an eclipse going to happen like four o'clock in three weeks time. You can then prepare for that because the effect of that eclipse is then going to have, have a particular effect upon the Earth's energy body and those things. And then how that, how that affects our whole culture, because because they were tapped into a much finer connection, but a much finer a quality of life in which all the spiritual aspects, quote unquote, were as, were as important as the as the physical aspects because they would then look at the you know they they would go okay let's look at the clouds and the positions and look at the, the formations of the clouds and the the different uh, what nature's doing to be able to then take those cues to be able to recognise what's happening with with the, the weather systems and the atmospherics and the magnetic field those sort of things they don't they can't, they didn't have the, the They couldn't turn on the news and then find out what the weather was happening. They had to use those information, and because they had such a heightened sense of of connection, they were then looking at the physical aspects, but also feeling into and connecting with the non-physical aspects. Which hence why then everything was always at these these multiple levels. So if we okay, we know that like we've got all this information, we can then plan. Are based on these huge cycles, and then we can build our temples to 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 link to these different star systems, and then to bring them in. So, for example, in, in Northern Ireland, there are um, there are particular barrows which are big dome structures with um, long tunnels, and on winter solstice the light comes through there and gets right in right into the into the right into that central chamber on one day of the year. The entire structure is then designed to bring the light the winter solstice into that structure and to illuminate that chamber so, so so the the movement of the movement of the earth and the sun is then used to then create a space in which in which the earth is then linked to all those celestial events which then which then and then so it's the 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 sun so the, the winter solstice sun basically um, illuminates that structure and if you're in you're in that place and then it's a particular cavity, or you go to a hy- the hypogeum in Malta, play you know internal structures where where there's particular frequencies. We keep coming back to the understanding that all of these structures are then built to then understand the cycles and how those frequencies could then basically um, enhance enhance the culture. I mean, it all Kim comes back to the same things. They're just using all their tools available just to basically supercharge know that their lives and their knowledge and their wisdom That's brilliant.
1: yeah it's brilliant yeah it's like in this conversation has made me feel very like hopeful or excited like i don't know the way that humans can interact with life can be so interesting and Oh, like a lot of things are very are done very in very arbitrary ways, just yeah, like you mentioned, like because of cost reasons and whatever, and then you end up with like all this kind of unconscious action and it just kind of breeds problems, but then, like what you do is just such conscious like intentional work that is utilizing understanding of like how like what's going on, like how things actually work it's yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's and it, it is, it is. I mean, I'm very lucky to have, you know, studied in a tradition that has all of this, all this information. A lot of it's been lost. A lot mm-hmm. of it's been uh, the tradition I'm, I've studied in was was almost disappeared, and it was being reconstructed into the nineteen sixty It was a thousand years of knowledge that basically brought together the knowledge of the Arabic tradition with the Celtic tradition in France. And then for a thousand years, that tradition built cathedrals and churches and places of power. Places. Then, then they stopped building, and then it was almost lost. And so, there's a one of the foundations of my work is a particular geometry. The earliest version of that is is a place in Brittany. It's a it's a rectangle made of stones on the ground with a very special latitude, and that is that's four thousand years old. So, so that, that piece of information. Has been, you know, four thousand years ago. What I'm working with today, you know, has, you know, is has been recognised four thousand years ago from observation. So we're looking at really, it's just what's, you know, what's happening, what's happening, and then some very clever people then worked out how to then map that information to store it and work with it to create particular effects. It's so a technology. It's inc- extremely, extremely. Um, uh, um, refined technology it's just when you see it you see oh it's just some stones but actually mm-hmm. once once there's an analysis of that it then you know, it then becomes basically you know equivalent to you know the quantum you know quantum physics understanding for everything at the quantum tiniest level that we have today you know it was it really was that the astronomer priests or the builders were the ones that could then you have all that all, all of that knowledge then to build those places that then were that were then were, were fiercely guarded and protected. That knowledge was then fiercely guarded and protected and kept secret. So so essentially, where you had, um, for example, the Catholic Church building and their their structures, which where people would come to then pray, but then then there was a then there was a sort of recognition that you're praying to to a higher force you know a high actually above. But what's happening was they were then utilizing this very, very old knowledge of the cycles, of the Earth energies, the materials and the forms that had been known. But then it, that, the, the knowledge of that wasn't communicated. It was that it was used in a very quiet way to then make those structures um, uh, resonate in chambers, a, a huge cathedral with its particular shapes and forms when you, put, when you play the organ music, when the light comes in through the windows, all these, the light frequencies, the sound frequencies, that particular structure is going to make you think, wow, that's that's an incredible visceral experience going into that. Not just it's, wow, it's huge and incredible, you know, and it's like the high architecture of its time, the biggest structures at times, it's, it's awe-inspiring. So the emotional aspect, you know, like your experience is like, my God, that's incredible actually my god literally my god you know <laughs> that was a that was unintentional that 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 experience but actually being in there with the sound that structure was then was then created to then modulate consciousness through frequency and then then to to support the the word of god and that was then communicated through the priests that science is essentially everything I've been talking about in today, but it wasn't communicated, and it was it was then it was then it was then utilized for you know for 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 their for their own program for the, for their own desires, which was a particular uh, a particular to to communicate a particular message, but then actually all this science we talked about today was about how all of this information can come from the earth and from the planets. And if everything is conscious and all of this is alive, that was opposite to what they were saying. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't said. Um, yeah, and so I think that there's that's that's then part, you know, we get into a very big story then of the way that that science and everything I've talked about, uh, science of harmony and harmonics and sound. Was known about and then was hidden. So this is like a big, big message. All of this was consciously hidden because it didn't, it didn't fit with the message of the church. And so now we are living in a golden age in which this knowledge is now available again, where we can now use that knowledge to make places that are healthy and will, will, you know, where we can live in places that are healthy. Places we can make use that knowledge to build places where we can be born in the most natural environments possible or we can play or we can create places you know great places to meditate or any of those things where that that knowledge was unavailable for a long period of time outside of those particular structures so i think that's why we're in a an incredible time that all of these things are available to us because they were they were kept secret you know they they were not let out it was a it was it was a high technology that, that was that was jealously guarded in the same way that let's say apple will jealously guard its programming or its you know or its data you know you know the way that the the iphone works you know what you know how what's the thing that you know or or the i don't know the the recipe for 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 coca cola like you know Though, you know those 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 pieces of information those, you know, that, that basically are part of those co- of those those, co- those corporate uh, en- uh, empires was mm-hmm. the same. And so I think what we're recognizing here is that this sound technology allows us to connect to the divine. If you have that that knowledge, and you can go into a cave and do that, where you can then recognize, or you can do toning or chanting or mantra or those different those different practices ourselves then you don't need then you didn't need to go to a church so you know that's why you know that's why it was it was it was really held down i think that we're we're in a an amazing position to be able to you know use those and to enhance our lives yeah i agree
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, Um,
2: yeah and there's now now we have you know you know, we have YouTube and the, the one, you know, and you know now people are making amazing videos about sound and frequency and sacred geometry and all, you all of these things. So there is, you know, a huge amount of information now. I think it's incredible. You know, we've um, there was a there was a brand there was like a, a new renaissance of this the understanding of all of this, and about since, since the beginning of the 1970s, um, a lot of people then start to look at this again. Information that was pretty much sort of derelict in my tradition. Parallels that so that was people looking at um, All the books again and doing research and then my tradition was then Resurrected through several tradi- several generations of teachers and the knowledge was brought back again and new information was put into it because um, it's a it's a professional building art Taking all of everything I've talked about to be able to build to be able to build in stone to build stone circles and bioarchitecture and interiors and artworks on the land and different structures um you know to be able to enhance lives you know but at the same time we can then you know have people doing amazing artworks and amazing research and the kind con- you know the confluence of, of sound and frequency you know and some of that's for art some of that's for healing some of it's for technology some of it's for as you said sam like you know you, you said about free energy you know all of the all of these things so so all of this science basically applied in, applied in so many ways you know and we, you know we, we're using it we're using it you know to grow make our crops grow better and our plants you know we have a um, we have one acre um, of medicinal herbs and making the seeds grow better it's all really about uh, how, how, we, how we can enhance life and and then um, you know at the same time with this huge huge you know um, uh, incredible uh, um, uh, storehouse of information. It's all available to us. That wasn't. It was. You know, it was. It was. It just just wasn't. There. Even like for example, there was the there's a, there's a form called the dodecahedron. It's a 12 sided shape. So basically, there were the square and the and the pyramid, um, tetrahedron. These shapes, these pure forms, called platonic solids. And then you know we can you know we didn't go on. You can look at them. Anyone like you know 2,000 years ago. You no, know, that the dodecahedron was, was, was completely secret because essentially the, the Pythagoreans recognized this as being the, the form, the shape of the universe. And so, you know, now we have this incredible, incredible uh, uh, information you know, uh, that's available to us that really shows us how, how life was formed and um, at this, these archetypal levels. And we can interact with them, you know, you know in many, many different ways.
0: It's really interesting stuff. Um, I, I guess if people want to learn more or um, dig into it, where can they find
2: you? Okay. So I have a website. It's um, Mark Lieb, dot com, And um, I'm, I offer, uh, well, at the moment I work in, in two, two specific ways. So they can go to um, about and, I do bespoke design all the things we've talked about today design designing, designing um, 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 projects from architecture interiors land work that's one way and then also in that, and also in the about section it says home to sanctuary and that's a that's an online program that I've created which allows me to work remotely with people to then um, check people's homes out, and then to clear um, some of the, the, these energies that are that can be um, uh, hanging around. We talked about before, the emotional level. I can then analyze the space remotely, and then find out where the good places and the bad places are. And then particularly in terms of looking at the bed and the bed health, and really then um, providing a lot of information and access to devices that are then going to be able to help us live and really raise the vibration of a home. So that's called Home to Sanctuary. And if any of, the, any of your listeners are interested in that, then they can um, um, message me and say that they've, they've watched, watched the podcast today, and they'll get 10% off of that service. Um, and so that's something I, I do remotely. So it's, it's you know t- two different ways of working. Um, and sometimes I can do design as well remotely. But essentially, these are, the two, these are the two ways because like, not everyone has a project to build. Everyone has a place, yeah. a place to, to design or create. But we all want to have our living space as healthy and as protected and balanced as possible. That's home to Sanctuary. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much.
2: My absolute pleasure. Thanks for
0: listening.
1: See you next week.